Hi and welcome to the very last podcast for 2021. You are listening to the StockInvest.us podcast. My name is Jim and for the next 30 minutes I will as usual guide you through what I think the markets will do this week, how they will be, will it be up, will it be down. I will let you know that shortly. In addition, we will look at Tesla, Microsoft, Apple and of course Bitcoin and Dogecoin. I will give you the two trading tips uh, for this week. How did it go with the trading tips last week? Well, I can already tell you they went in the green, just as hoping for. But Nasdaq was up 3%, so most things went in green. At the very end, uh, after the trading tips, we will have a quick look at the high-risk portfolio, and that will be the end of this year. But uh, first, as usual, we will start with the markets. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. With no very surprising or negative news last week, it became a very good week where Nasdaq ended up 3.2%. Closing at 15,653 on Thursday was a shortened trading week. Dow Jones did very good as well, up 1.65%, ending at 35,950. But uh, what about this week? Well, last week I told you this week is usually the green week. Historical, it's always uh, green. It has to be something special like uh, the oil crisis in 2008, the banking crisis, uh, for this week not to turn uh, green. I used to tell you things to watch out for, uh, do a little round about things that can affect uh, the market this week, but there is really nothing very majorly coming this week. On Thursday, there will be uh, job numbers in the United States. Of course, these can have a little impact, but only if they are very bad, I think. Nothing special uh, with all uh, oil, gold and the treasury yield. Oil uh, ended the, the week at $73, up $5 from last week. As you know, I said all, all along this year that I think oil will peak at 100 but there is very few days left for that to be. So maybe the top was at $86, we will see. Gold uh, at $1,809 per ounce is up $10 uh, last week and it's just climbing, but slowly. 10-year treasury also went a little bit up. We know that Fed will increase uh, the hikes of the interest rates uh, faster than expected. But this was also obvious with all the inflation numbers that's been around us for the last 3-4 months. Uh, and inflation will just get worse. And we see this in other countries as well. They are already ramping up their interest rates and this will affect the market for 2022. But for this last week of 2021, there is really no reason to say why it should be red. Everything indicates a green week. And I think uh, maybe we should leave it at that. I can just rapid, uh, very rapidly tell you about the signals. 
We analyze more than 30,000 stocks. Based on this, we give buy signals for all of them. And right now, 20% of all uh, stocks we analyze are giving a buy signal. It's not very high, it's not very low. There is nothing dangerous about it. As I told you when we were down in uh, week 48, it was down at 14%, which is extremely low. And usually you will see pickups from these levels. You start to get very good buying opportunities. Now at 20, it's getting a little bit better, but it's uh, more stable than last week. Nasdaq, 19% buy signals is up. Week 49, it was down at 9, and I told you that's a super-duper buying opportunity because it was way oversold. Usually when things are oversold, they can continue to be oversold, and I told you that the weeks would be very volatile. And they have been. Now it's up uh, at 19, and things should start to get less volatile. New York Stock Exchange, 23% buy signals. London, 24% buy signals. Frankfurt, 28 and if we go across to Asia, we can see that uh, Tokyo only are 13. It's the lowest of them this week. Uh, Shenzhen in China has been uh, high, very very high lately, up at 44. So I think that we in early uh, part of 2022 will see a correction in uh, uh, the Asian stock market, especially China. Not so much uh, Tokyo been low for sometimes. So let's uh, just sum it up. Uh, all statistics says that this should be, it's called the Santa week, uh, should be a, a good week, good trading week. And uh, I do believe that you will see a lot of these minor stocks that have been beaten through, especially the last uh, six months, have an upturn uh, this week. We will uh, shortly look at uh, Tesla, Microsoft, uh, Apple, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And uh, of course, you will have my trading tips. And last week, uh, well, I can tell you that uh, one of them was up almost 40%. Which one? Well, we will hear in this week's trading tips. Before going to this week's trading tips, we will do the normal analysis of Microsoft, Apple, Tesla, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And uh, for weeks, uh, I've been off. Usually I'm spot on the target for these stocks and the uh, crypto. But for the last week, I've been a little bit too negative. And I was also too negative last week because for Apple, I said I believe Apple would end at $160, ending at $176. So it was off target. Looking at Microsoft, I told you that Microsoft, I believe, would end at $310, ending at uh, $34. So even worse for Microsoft. What about Tesla? Well, I told you that, uh, and that was also the headline uh, for last week's uh, podcast, that Tesla could do a rebounds to a thousand. And uh, Tesla did, ending the week at 1067. But as I told you, I thought it would uh, dip after hitting thousand. Would be a normal correction up to thousand and then dip down. Last week's actual target was 880. I think that um, Apple, uh, sorry, Tesla will go that deep. And actually, during uh, intraday, it was as low as 880. Anyway, before uh, doing uh, the crypto, we will have a little deeper look into Apple, Microsoft and Tesla. And if you want to see exactly what I see, you can go to our webpage stockinvest.us and type in the ticker AAPL or write Apple and you will see the charts. Reading charts, uh, 
is an exercise I really recommend to you because it's very helpful. Your brain is a super tool. It starts to understand things uh, quite easily and especially what we call pattern recognition. The brain is brilliant in that way. It starts to see different patterns. If you look at Apple, we can say that it's in a very strong rising trend and it's just continuing upwards. Uh, last week, or was it a week before, I told you it was in the upper part of the trend. I expected it to fall uh, more to the bottom of the trend, which will be a natural correction. And uh, that's why uh, we had that target that it would pick up somewhere around 160. But Apple went up uh, more or less from the beginning of last week. It fell on, uh, maybe it was on Monday, it fell, but the rest of the week it was just up, up. Right now, giving buy signals from the short-term moving average, has a buy signals from the long-term moving average. The volume is going in the opposite direction of the stock price. I don't like that. It's a classical thing uh, for a correction. But right now, uh, things are looking good. Uh, you can expect a movement between 165 and 185. That will be the trend, the bottom and the top of the trend. And that's what you can expect forward. It uh, uh, managed to break through uh, the resistance between 170 and 175. These are the gray bars, which you can see on the right hand side. It's accumulated volume, amount of trades done at the different prices. It managed to break up through all of these. Now it only has a little resistance at 180. And uh, the resistance that it broke last week, well, that is turned over to support, meaning that any correction downwards should go very, very slow. Only if it breaks below 170 should fall very fast to 165. Everything indicates that it will keep uh, floating above today's level. And I will not be surprised if Apple managed to crawl all the way to 185 dollars on their very last week um, frantic rally. The volume going in opposite direction is, as I said, usually usually a bad sign. But if we combine this with the support, if we combine it with the, all the buy signals, there is a bigger chance, or what we call risk reward that Apple will continue up, then it will continue down. My guess that the very high can be as high as 185 and the very low could be $170. The target for the week, I have to raise it because uh, everything is looking so good. So I will raise it to $170, indicating that um, Apple will just push uh, upwards. If... Uh, you are uh, in the Apple stock, well, you should not be worried because, as I said over and over again, everything is looking good. Uh, and as long as it managed to stay in the trend, let the trend be your friend. Everything looks uh, good. I still believe we will have a huge correction in Apple, but it doesn't look like it will come right now. Sometimes when we see things like this, uh, things go in the opposite direction. But then, as I said, there will be uh, quite much uh, support. There is a fair, fair chance that uh, the actual end price will be closer to 185 than 170 by the end of the week. But I will keep uh, that target, especially 180 is a level that you should watch out because that's previous high. If you're not able to break up that, you will have a double top indicating that it should fall at least 265 in a few weeks. So keep an eye on the 180 level. Other than that, just enjoy the ride. And Microsoft, the ticker MSFT, well, 
usually it follows um, uh, Apple somewhat struggling a little bit more. I also told you this, moving within a rectangle formation between, let's say, 320, 340. If it breaks above 340, it should go very fast up to 360. If it breaks below 320, it should fall very fast to 300. Right now, uh, as a buy signals from the short-term moving average, buy signals from the long-term moving average, there is really nothing indicating uh, that it should fall very fast. Moving within a huge range of both support and resistance tells me the relative strength index is moving up. It's 58, it's not overbought, oversold, volume going in the opposite direction, I would say. It's a fair chance that we will see uh, Microsoft move between 320 and 340 for the week. Uh, I will actually tend to say that it's a better chance for Apple doing good than Microsoft doing good this week. Last week's uh, target was way too low. I was uh, betting on uh, a Friday correction. Well, didn't happen uh, this week. I will again uh, stay a little bit negative, but I have to raise uh, the bets a little and say that 325 uh, will be the target by Friday. If it breaks above 340, you should just be prepared that things will go very fast. That brings us to Tesla before we will do Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And uh, Tesla is uh, one very interesting stock. Last week's uh, reaction was totally, totally expected. As I told you, that's uh, like money in the bank, that you will have that kind of correction up. It was oversold on the relative strength index. I told you all about that. Uh, 22 it was at low so that correction up was very natural still has uh, some potential to push upwards because Tesla is a stock that usually can go very high on the relative strict index it's currently only 55 it usually sometimes spend long time above 90 indicating that there can be more momentum and looking at the volume well the volume can increase uh, more or less the double of what it's so far before we get into a problem with volume as well. So everything is indicating that at least for the beginning of the week, we should see Tesla push upwards. But I think uh, that we also, by the end of the week, will see Tesla start to fall back again. Hard to say if all week will be green or if it will just be up and then down. But this was that last upturn was just a natural correction. And everything indicates that it should continue downwards. Giving a buy signal from the short-term moving average, long-term moving average. Uh, but come again. Uh, this was expected bouncing up from the bottom of the trend on low relative strength index. Everything was suited for that. Now it's doing what it should do. Uh, and if it will follow all theories and follow normal patterns, we should see it stop somewhere around 1100 then start to fall back, but I think it will go slow because then there will be support at 1,050, uh, 1,950, so it will go very slow. My bet is that uh, by the end of the week, we will see Tesla at 990, so that will be the target uh, for this week. And uh, as you can hear, I was raising all these stock targets is simply because historical, historical this week is green pushing uh, stocks upward. So there has to be something very special to break uh, this pattern. Of course, that can happen. You never know. Uh, Ukraine is still there. Uh, Iran is still there. And very often things tend to happen um, in Christmas period or just after New Year. So never say never. But in general, we are betting on historicals, uh, meaning that the uh, stock market should move up and that should pull more or less all stocks up for the last part of the week. 
and then you can expect that they will not be that much fun after Christmas. Bitcoin, and last week I told you I believe Bitcoin would go to $55,000, that it was a buying opportunity last uh, week, been a buying opportunity now for some weeks, and that we should push up. Didn't manage to push up to 55000 but uh, I think I saw it above 52000 now it's trending around 50, 51, 52. Uh, and I think we'll just continue to do so. It's... Uh, doing exactly what you can expect the problem and as i said last week with lots of support and resistance uh, above and below uh, the current levels it would go slow and you can check the chart yourself is btc usd is the chart if you want to have a look at the chart itself moving uh, slowly upwards very little resistance before some at 54,000 and at 55,000 between 55 and 65 is very hopeless didn't manage to take the 55 level last week I will just keep it uh, 55 for this week as well it will give uh, if it managed to continue upwards or sideways for the next few days it will give a buy signals from um, long-term moving average short-term moving average and it will even have this very nice uh, cross golden cross not golden star but golden cross signal could even be a golden star if you are really lucky it will be that one very special signal that we offer at stockinvest.us it's a very uh, heightened uh, golden uh, cross added a few more conditions very rarely but when it happens it usually gives very strong return everything indicates that it might just happen with the bitcoin just manage to keep above 50,000 and we will see things starts to really push up uh, and uh, out in terms of buy signals. There will be lots and lots of them. You have to look uh, at the chart yourself and uh, if you go back you will see that uh, in the mid of November there was a red uh, cross. It's a marked red star. It's uh, a death cross where you have the short term moving average going under the long term moving average and then you get a very strong 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 sell signal at this point bitcoin was uh, hovering around 60,000 and of course it had a fall down to 45,000 now the opposite is about to happen and again just check out the chart and you can see that when we go back to the beginning of november it was a buy signal that same strong buy signal it was at 45,000 uh, and uh, from 45 bitcoin pushed all the way up to 67,000 if I wasn't bullish for uh, crypto before, I'm even more bullish now. As I told you, I buy on these dips and I think it's a good opportunity. If it falls below 45,000, it can get very scary, fall very fast to 40. May, may happen. Have no uh, guarantees for anything. But my bet is that we will continue to see Bitcoin uh, continue upwards and I will keep my target for 55,000 for Bitcoin uh, this week. And that leaves us to Dogecoin. Last week I told you I believe Dogecoin will go to 22 cents. It didn't manage it. Uh, poked around uh, some 20 I think. Uh, but was not able to push all the way up to 22. Doesn't look as good as uh, Bitcoin. But we know they will follow it some each other. It's still too early to say that it's broken that uh, falling trend because it needs more, it needs even more volume and everything before things will start really to show off. Buy signals from the short term moving average, long term moving average. In general, you should be careful. But as I told you, I believe 20 was a super buying opportunity, fell all the way to 16. 
I've been buying last time it was 20, it went all the way up to over 30 and uh, I bought again uh, a few weeks ago when it was down at 20, but it fell to 16 and now it's back up to 20. I think uh, there should be a fair chance to at least get to 24, 28 or 30 cents. I'm pretty sure also this will turn good out. I'll keep uh, the tar same target as last week, 22 cents. I will keep that also for this week and I think uh, we should see uh, most crypto move up uh, over this last week. And uh, that uh, brings us, of course, to the trading tips and the high-risk portfolio in the very last part of this podcast. So we are heading into the very last few minutes of this podcast, 52 of them I made so far this year, uh, and even some more last year out every single Monday before markets open. And uh, lately, uh, I've started to give you some trading tips. We've been following this uh, since week 37. Starting with the Nvidia and Roku, for those who remember, both trades went positive. Uh, Nvidia was sold at 13.45% profit and Roku at 5.75% profit. Then we just uh, kept it going. We got into Coin, Synga, both of them went into profit. We bought in week 39, Diffusion uh, AMC. Diffusion was sold uh, just in and out, didn't yield. Uh, AMC uh, was sold with 22% profit. was a good trade at AMC. Week 40 was the first week that we hit a loss. We bought SQ at 265, was sold by stop loss at 255, 3.77% minus. But Moderna did very good, ending up almost 9%. Week 41 was a struggling week, bought Cadiz and Nevro. And the both of them were cut by stop loss uh, and uh, was the only week where we had two red candidates. Week 42, we got into Excel Energy, giving us 4.45%. Then we got over to GameStop, 8 was 8.89% profit. Week 44, we bought uh, CTLT and uh, United Armor, especially United Armor went very well, up 14.70%. Week 45, uh, I told you I would take the risky trade of them all. I got into Ukuge. And that did not go very well. I also told you that would be the one trade where I did, uh, would not follow with trailing stop loss because of the huge volatility in the OKG. And that trade still uh, stands open, was bought at 940. It's only 530 now, down 43% uh, so far. And uh, might very well be that it will be a huge loss. But for those who really follow me for a long time, know that I in the high risk portfolio, had uh, also did a trade in Uk again, was bought at 8.72, then fell down to 4 something uh, before having a super rush up to 17. We managed to net out of Uk again 96% last time. I don't think that will happen with Uk again this time. Right now, I'm actually trying just to get uh, back. I think there's a very, very good chance that the stock should uh, bounce up. I uh, think it's still a fair chance to get the profit. We are still in the pandemic. We're still with the high focus on um, biotech companies. So I think there is room for Uk again, but it will be a much tougher fight. At 5.30, I think it's an obvious buy. That's my opinion. I think that if 9.40 was good, I think 5.30 is even better. 
Hukugen stays open and I hope maybe that we'll have a rush now in this uh, week and the position can be closed. We uh, went over to Excel and Zoom, both were uh, sold with um, stop loss, uh, giving uh, Zoom was, Excel was actually, uh, Alexir was actually giving 5.85% loss while Zoom made 3.57% loss. Week 49, things went back to the green again. We bought uh, DukuSign for those who remember that, giving 19% profit. And we continued with uh, Lucid, 9% profit. Uh, bought Baba that week, but I said I kept Baba because I think things looks uh, looked very good. And Baba actually is still open. Uh, still running Baba. So again and Baba Trade is still open. And that brings us to last week. What did I say last uh, week? Which stocks were uh, the one that we uh, bought last week? Matterport Inc. I told you that was an obvious, obvious uh, buy for me uh, because oh, totally oversold on the relative strength index in the bottom of the chart. I, I told you I would buy on Monday as low as I could. I was not able to get into the very bottom. I, usually try to get close uh, but had to buy at 21.14 i think i saw it just under 20. i uh, put on a trailing stop loss uh, for it just let it run i think it was thursday it went uh, up to some almost 25 then started to fall back and the stop loss was cut at 24.04 so matterport inc was sold with 14 percent profit 13.72 percent profit the other stock I bought was uh, EVBG, uh, bought at 65.50 on the Monday and sold by stop loss also that Thursday, I think, went over 71, uh, but was cut by stop loss at 69.78. And that brings us uh, into 1, 2, 3, 4, we have, uh, let's see here, we have uh, actually made 13 profitable uh, trades uh, sorry 14 profitable trades and only seven uh, trades which been cut by stop loss and the fusion was uh, traded in and out of the same price so uh, very very good very happy about uh, these trades all that the profit have accumulated now it's just trying to close that gap on Ukugen and Ukugen and Baba is open uh, Baba bought on 120.30, it closed Friday at 122.1. I think there is more room uh, for Baba to go up. Could be that it will be closed by stop loss, you never know these things. I recommend everyone listening, use trailing stop loss. Uh, it really helps you, it uh, just follows the stock up, never down. Always keep a stop loss, could be 3%, 5% or whatever you want to use. Uh, I try to find, looking at the volatility of the stock, I try to find uh, the stop loss that isn't cut by natural day swings because that's very boring. Some stocks move uh, 3 to 5 to even 8% during a day and you don't want to have a stop loss which is cut just by normal uh, trading. Usually 10 o'clock is a good time to buy uh, during a day, uh, just for your information. And that leaves us uh, to this week. So what will we do? Well, we have Ukugen open, we have Baba open. So I will only buy one stock uh, this week. And the one I'm looking at is yet another risky trade. Uh, and uh, 
You should be careful, it's Beyond Spring Inc. Uh, the ticket is BYSI. Beyond Spring. Uh, totally oversold uh, uh, last week, then went up during the week. What I like is that uh, has such good support where it is to know uh, today. And no resistance, uh, it's currently traded at uh, 492, and no resistance all the way up to 13. But it's uh, low liquidity stocks, trading for uh, anywhere from three to eight million dollars per day. So it's not very much liquidity, and uh, it's a super risky trade. Uh, keep a, a tight stop loss. You have to see the charts for yourself. Uh, Beyond Spring Inc is the name of the stock. You have to look at the chart. You will see there is no uh, gray bars between uh, 5 and $13 uh, because that's simply where it fell insanely fast over the news. And uh, no one really bought at that. They started to pick up the stock at $4 and it's been moving upwards since. My bet is it's getting into uh, overbought now, a 66 on the relative strength index. Uh, there is really no movements in the volume. I would like to see that volume uh, starting to pick up because that will be the one hint that it might go very well. I will uh, bet on a one-third uh, uh, rally upwards for this. Could even be two-thirds and that will be from five to thirteen. So that's eight dollars. So we take one-third of uh, eight dollars. We get uh, somewhere around 266 from today's level giving us uh, let's say 760 that will be where I will try to trade and see if we can do that very nice trade between five dollars and let's say just just under eight dollars might be wrong might be a, a, a loss no, no guarantees but you have to see the charts uh, just to see what I see and the trigger will be volume. If there will be no volume, it will just be a very slow movement. So that will be uh, the very, very last uh, trading tips for 2021 will be beyond spring. And keeping Ukugen open, as I said, 5.30, I think that's a good bargain for uh, Ukugen. And uh, also Baba uh, is uh, open. That uh, brings us uh, to the very 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 last part of this podcast is the portfolio the high risk portfolio and nothing very very special uh, happened last week it's only a few stocks left i hope to be out of them all before end of year might be that something nice will happen this week that will give me the exit uh, that i want uh, diffusion pharmaceuticals went uh, up during the week of course that was also kind of um, expected uh, but still need uh, to do uh, more. Neo, uh, been struggling around 30, but uh, I, th I think it's and should be a good opportunity. Nothing special last week, a little up, a little down, ending the week at 30.52. Uh, will it be sold this week? I don't know. I think, as I said, uh, green is uh, good to be in. And uh, Neo will uh, stay. Then it's uh, Pietro Geo Service. Nothing special for Pietro Geo Service either this week. 
Uh, hovering around 3.2 Norwegian kroner was up at 3.50 or 3.60 last week. Uh, Petro Geoservice is the name of that. It's a Norwegian seismic uh, country. Had uh, ending uh, ending uh, last week at 3.49, but uh, since uh, Norway is on a different time zone, I can already tell you that it's up 9% so far today. It's trading around 3.80 as we speak. So it's a super good day for uh, Petrogeo service, and I think that they will just continue during uh, this week. Maybe uh, they will be sold. Uh, I just wait for that good opportunity when I think there is really nothing more uh, to get out of the stock and that uh, my friends uh, is the end uh, of this podcast and uh, i usually uh, wish you a green week hope that you will have a very green week etc etc in this very last podcast before christmas i have to think if i will continue next year doing all these podcasts every single monday uh, uh, I hope, uh, I really hope that over this uh, more than it's uh, getting close to two years actually now that some of you uh, have been able to uh, change your trading mentality, find better ways of understanding how things moves together, try to be a little prepared about the trading week because why, if you expect it to be a very red week, why would you go full in uh, unless you have a specific reason and that reason might very well be because a red week as i say buy on red days sell on green days is one of the very best strategies that you ever will hear anyone say about stock trading because if you plan to buy a stock there is no better deal than buying uh, on a red day it's discount day it's a new year deal it is all these deals you see in the shop for the stock market is the red days especially if you already decided that's the stock that you want to buy you just want a red day give you an even better exit uh, entrance and you want a green day uh, to sell most of you uh, do the same mistake you buy on a green day and you sell in fair on a red day when you have some losses so i hope i really hope that you have uh, managed to change the way that you trade a little bit, follow some simple rules, let the trend be your friend, stick to the trend, learn a little bit about volume, starting to get the idea of uh, relative strength index uh, and uh, maybe managed uh, uh, to learn a little bit about moving averages and how you can use these looks for these major crosses. Uh, because they will give you a general idea and sometimes that general idea is exactly what you want. I also hope that you had uh, checked yourself, started to Google a little bit, watch, there is so many very nice YouTube videos where you can learn more about stock trading, finding good candidates, finding best buying uh, time of year watching how volume moves to understand uh, support resistance uh, and really uh, up uh, your game don't make it uh, into a game of uh, pure luck because uh, that will just make a lot of losses i have to say a little bit about next year what is in it for next year i think i have this very bad feeling that next year will be a very hard year uh, 
maybe not for me because usually I do very best in volatile and negative markets has something to do with my uh, trading uh, strategy how I have the discipline to wait for those very good buys when everyone sell I usually buy because I know there will be a pickup it's just trying to find that sweet spot and hunt for the three to five percent profit not always try to go for the hundred or two hundred percent profit I think it will be a challenging year uh, in many many ways one of these things is the crawling inflation it will just continue upwards at least for the first part of the year and the interest rates around the world will continue upwards to try dampen the inflation and that will cause a pressure on the stock markets I still think uh, there is uh, much very good trades to be done you just have to be more careful more selective because in the upturn market you can pick almost anything and uh, most of it will go up more important is that uh, how you feel yourself how you deal with your daily problems uh, will affect your trading so it's a good investment uh, trying to find uh, a daily life that suits you do some gym uh, visit friends watch some movies something because you need that energy when you are trading especially if you are a day trader not so much if you're just an investor picking some stocks now and then as i said this is the last podcast for 2021 uh, i will for sure at least make uh, one uh, podcast uh, for the beginning uh, of next year but i really have to decide if i will continue or not these uh, podcasts anyway uh, i hope i really really hope that you will have a green week that you will put a lot of cash in the bank and that you will have a splendid uh, new year's eve celebrate with friends and family or your other loved ones whoever that may be and we will speak uh, again uh, at least for one more time in the next year until then have a very merry uh, rest of the Christmas and a good start on the new year. Bye.